Welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice is a podcast all about podcasting. My name is Charlotte and I've been podcasting since 2017. Before that, I was in radio. In fact, first time I went live behind a microphone was in 1998. Yes, that was last century. I love listening to podcasts, making podcasts and helping others make podcasts too all through my business, Charlotte Foster Podcasts. I promise you I am far more creative when it comes to podcasting than I am when it comes to making up names for businesses. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well. How are you all doing? It's May 2020 and we are still in a version of lockdown here in the UK. The pandemic is not going away. Things are easing in places, but I know it is still causing problems for a few of us podcasters, right? And one person it's causing a few challenges for, challenges is the right word, uh, is my friend Charles. Now, Charles Commons, he runs Vibrant Sounds Media, so he does a very similar thing to what I do. He makes podcasts for, for other people. But he also has his own podcast, his passion project, his little baby project, which is uh, his podcast about his football team. He, his football team is Northampton Town. So he runs the It's All Cobblers to Me podcast. And you'll hear from him about how he has taken on the challenge of how you do a podcast about football matches that aren't taking place anymore. Now, before you switch off thinking, I don't listen to football podcasts, I don't like football, my podcast is nothing to do with football, Charlotte, this is nothing, this is no good for me, this episode, oh, what a waste of my time this will be. I don't know why I did a funny voice there. Um, Don't, I want you to stay and listen to this episode, it's slightly longer than it would be normally, but that's because there's so much valuable content in it. And also the fact that both Charles and I do like to talk. But there's a lot of valuable content in. If you're facing any challenges at the moment with your podcast about content, about what to come up with, what to say in your podcast, we cover that. He also covers the the mental health side of, of doing a podcast in challenging times. Now, I'm hoping that we're not going to be stuck in lockdown and pandemic conditions for very much longer. So if you are listening to this in the very much the future, It's still relevant as well because there are going to be challenging times ahead, whatever happens. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. We had a bit of a giggle. We had a good laugh. And um, Charles is an absolute top guy. But I began the interview by asking him to tell me a little bit about his podcast. It's all cobblers to me. So it was two years ago now. I basically decided there's room for a podcast about my football team. There's loads of football podcasts out there, most of which are of the you know really popular ones that everybody, well, most people know, talk about all aspects. So Premier League, Europe, all the big major competitions, and they, they talk about all of it in one weekly show. And I was like, well, I like football. I love football. But I don't want to just be another one of those. And I don't love it in respect where I will sit down and watch a game from German second division no. on a Thursday really? night. No, I, I, I don't love it that much. So I, I, I went, well, what do I love about football? 
well, my football team, Northampton Town. That's who I love. That's who I support. That's really the only team that I care about. And because also on that front, I'm not one of those fans that, that knows about all the other teams in the division that Northampton are playing in. Like, not to the extent of where I know who their top scorer is and I know who their danger man is and all of that. But I can talk about Northampton all day long. So I decided that talking about my football team was the easiest way to go. And there wasn't anything really doing that from a fan's perspective already in existence. I wanted to do something different, which was to basically give the point of the fans. So if the game was rubbish, I want to be able to say it was rubbish and that player cost us that game. Or the referee was a joke and... And not just have a bland answer from a, a media-trained player who says, oh, well, you know, the referee, yes, does give decisions, but at, least at the end of the day, we have to give him those decisions to make and blah, blah, blah. So I went and asked other fans that I knew and said, look, I'm, I'm thinking of starting this podcast about the Cobblers. Would you be up for joining me? We're just going to base talk nonsense for an hour about the club that we love and luckily at the time two people said yes uh so yeah every week we talk about the game that has happened at the weekend so we record on a sunday night usually and we talk about saturday's game the result what happened in it our opinions usually we try and pick out the things that that other others won't have done so Yes, we'll talk about goals or red cards and usual things. But for instance, there's always a, a video highlights package that you can watch afterwards. And at the start of this video highlights package for this particular game, you saw all the players lined up doing the handshakes. And I think we were at home. So the away team always have to, are the ones that move down the handshake. So the home team stands still. And the away team walked down the line, shaking hands. And one of the away team players got to, I think it was our goalkeeper, shook his hand. And immediately, as soon as our goalkeeper took the guy's hand to shake it, you saw the guy literally just go as if he was... Um, I just realised no one saw what I did then. Um, basically, you could see the pain in his eyes as if David Cornell had grabbed him and, and just squeezed his hand so tightly. It was hilarious to watch it. Nobody else had found it, pointed it out, or seemed to have seen it. So we made a big deal of it and said, has David Cornell got the got the strongest hands known to man? And 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 all of this sort of stuff. So yes, we talked about the goals that had happened and everything else, but there were there are little things like that that we'll pick up on and have a bit of a joke about. Um and do stuff like that. So we do that and then we also do interviews with players that have played for the club uh, or managers who have been and gone, people that are connected to the club. At the moment, we're doing what we call Memory Lane, which is a separate series on the same podcast feed um, where we're talking to the fans about their memories of supporting the club. So we're talking about either seasons, a special goal or a player. Yeah, so lots and lots of different so things. So it's the sort of stuff that you'd be talking about in the pub with your mates kind of thing. Yeah, that, that was the exact way that I put it to the guys when I said, do you want to do a podcast? I said it would just be like we were hanging out in the pub, but instead of having a beer in front of us, we'll have a microphone. And a beer? 
Oh yeah, there's beer involved, definitely. <laughs> now, obviously, um, there are, there's no football games at the moment. So when it all started kicking off, the the, the, the joy of this pandemic, the coronavirus, and <laughs> the, the yeah, oh, do you know, just I think lots of people panicked, which you know is a natural reaction. What what first went through your mind when all the games started to get cancelled? Can I swear? Uh, yeah, go on. I'll beep you. Was was my initial reaction was uh, obvi- obviously to be fair the initial reaction was about the pandemic and the safety of everybody and it was a very reasonable thing of actually we we should have stopped playing a week ago this should have already happened you, you know that was my initial reaction was it's a little bit too late but yeah what are we going to talk about and in fairness I think when it did happen the first time so the first episode after the postponement of football or you know when when football stopped i think it was announced on maybe the thursday or the friday so we record on the following sunday and as i said the podcast is called it's all cobblers to me well the episode title for that week was fairly easy it's all corona to me um and um we literally talked about we luckily i think we had a game to talk about because we'd had a midweek game or or the previous weeks uh weekends match so we were able to talk about that and then we were just talking about there's no game next week you know what are we going to do this is strange and to be fair for that first week it didn't really make a bit of diff- any difference at all because it was a normal enough episode except we didn't have a game to then preview and whereas normally we'd go and get a, a guest on from who is a fan from the next team that we're playing to get them to as I said I don't know everything about those teams so I go and get a fan of their team to come and talk to us about it that was the really the only thing that was missing out of that first episode and then it was then it was when it really went oh god what what do we do because now it's really not happening and we're really like thinking to ourselves well once we've done that what do we then what do we do next what is the next episode what's the content going to be for it uh so i i kind of took that week and panicked quite a lot did you at any point think about stopping the podcast just going right that's it no no i didn't i don't i don't know why no scrap that i do know why I know that for my own for my own personal mental health I need to carry on as normal personally. And so because I felt like I need to carry on as normal but have a distraction to stop me having to you know think about all of this I went well if I wasn't making the pod but I was a listener I'd want the pod to carry on. So I, I challenged myself and said, right, we've, we've got to do something else. And I spoke to the other guys and, and bear in mind, we've now got, there's now four of us. And um, I turned around to all of them and just said, look, I think we should carry on. Are you guys up for that? I know that your uh, Chessie's a teacher, so she's still busy. Um, Neil works for uh, like an insurance company, so he's working from home still. Danny is actually on paternity leave right now because they've had a child within the last sort of few months and they've done the whole shared paternity leave thing. Um, 
he doesn't really know what's going to happen when he's finished on paternity. He thinks that he'll just be furloughed. But even so, he might have some work to do. So, you know, those guys are still busy. They've still got work to do. Plus there's me. I, I, you know, this is my business doing podcasts. So I was still going to be busy. But to their credit, they all agreed, yes, we, we should keep going. And we then just had to find a way of, of doing it. So the first episode that we did after full-on lockdown was implemented, we just did a, a post-bag special. So every week we, we have a, a section in the pod anyway where we take listener questions or comments or whatever they've sent to us. Um, and we literally did a whole hour dedicated to that. And then the next week we then went on and did something that's actually turned out to be quite special. Um, we did the great big cobbler's quiz. So everybody at the moment, well, maybe not everybody, but a lot of people right now are doing online Zoom quizzes with their friends and family. And it's been really good. I've done loads of them with different Facebook groups that I'm involved with. They've been really, really, really good on a Friday night. Have a drink, do a quiz, pretend you're in the pub. It's been great. And I just kind of went, well, why don't we do one of those? But rather than it being live on Zoom, we'll get one of us to act as the quiz master. So Danny did that and he wrote all the questions. Then the other three of us will take part in doing the quiz. And the listeners can play along as they're listening to the pod. And it's been our most successful episode of the whole year so far. So, yeah, it's a bit crazy, that one, because whereas we'd built up this really solid um, listenership, fan base, if you like, seeing as it's football, community, and it it was growing at a rapid rate in the last, I'd say, sort of three months before the... So since the turn of the year, basically, we doubled our listenership in the three months from... January we'd got to a point where we were getting around about 800 downloads a week uh, on one podcast episode so on each podcast episode we were always getting 800 and then COVID hit and it it dropped massively it really has hit us hard in terms of the amount of listens but we're we're down to around about 300 which is pretty much where it was at before uh, well the end of 2019 so you can sort of see how much we grew in this last three few months only for it to come crashing down again a little bit but we're no real worse off than we were last year um and there are other ways of looking at how successful it is anyway which paints a much brighter picture at the moment but that quiz episode has had like nearly 600 listens and people are listening every week it's not stopped and, and you know, sort of only going up by the odd listen like every other episode does. This one is growing every single week as more and more people f- either find it or decide, I'm going to do that now. Let's do it with, you know, the family or, you know, whatever. I've got some alone time. What am I going to do apart from that? So that, that's been really good. Um, and we've done a couple of other episodes since as well. I think we are, yeah, three other episodes since the quiz now. Um, and they're all performing fairly well. And, and you know, they're, they're all giving a bit of light relief. 
but something different to obviously what we would normally discuss because we haven't got the games to do. Um, so yeah, it is going well. It is still fun to do. I mean, for that's the thing for us. I I sort of started off by going, I'm making this for me. It was the first podcast that I made. I was doing it more as a thing to sort of say to other people, look, I can make one for you. Here's an example of what I can do. Um, so I was always making it for me, but now I'm making it for, you know, five, six, seven, eight hundred people. It's it's amazing. So you've got the, you did the the quiz has gone really well. The sort of the letters, the the post bag section, and, and and a memory lane type section as well. Is that right? Yeah. So the memory lane series, it was meant to be a off season series so yeah about this time last year was the end of the first football season that we'd covered we went through and we kind of went well when are we going to stop are we going to have a break for pre-season what are we going to do and it crept up on me far too quick and I hadn't organized anything or got anything sorted and I just went oh drat rubbish (laughs) yes thank you um and I, I put things together, things came out. It was okay, but I wasn't impressed with myself and uh, the way that, that I'd managed to do it. So this year, I'd, I'd already sort of started setting things in motion to have something that would come out in place of our normal episodes where we didn't have football to talk about. <laughs> oh, who knew that was going to kick in two months early? Um, but, you know, it was all about just trying to get something in the bank to throw out for the, what is it? It's about an eight-week gap between seasons, usually, something like that. So I'd already started thinking about, right, well, what are we going to do? And and I decided, well, we've we talked to previous players and people connected with the club. The people that we don't talk to are the fans or the listeners. So let's do that. So I came up with this memory lane idea where we get, I interview or one of the other guys interviews a fan, and they talk about a particular memory that they've got while supporting the the town and uh, we've had uh, a whole season being talked about a favorite favorite players we've got somebody that used to be a journalist for the local newspaper and he's talking about his time while he was reporting on the team that he supports uh, so there's some some great stories that I've had to leave on the cutting room floor for his own sake. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I, I kind of was like, that's what we can do. And I just thought, in this time of community really needing to come together and really needing to, you know, bond and support each other, I thought, let's bring it forward. And so we're now releasing two podcasts a week. So we're releasing our normal episode as normal, uh, apart from the fact we we tend to be recording on a Monday night rather than a Sunday now. So that just means I have to get up stupidly early on a Tuesday to edit and get it out. But I'm managing so far. It's okay. Um, We're releasing normally on a Tuesday for that. And then Memory Lane is coming out. Originally, I started releasing it at 3 p.m. on a Saturday. So yeah, it, it's been a really good thing, and and we've literally just had a uh, an episode which is with a former player. I've split it in half because it was such a long chat, but worthwhile. So that's just come out on the Saturday gone, and the next episode will be out on Saturday coming. 
So it's not just the fans, but it's all about memories and thinking about, you know, what has happened and, and um, uh, the better yeah. days, basically, when we were able to and watch that's football. that's important, isn't it? To sort of how, you mentioned about how it was, you, you know, you originally started doing it for you, for yourself, and to keep that normality, to keep it going. And then you realised that actually it wasn't just for you. What kind of reaction then have you had from from listeners, from your audience, from your community? Oh, wow. Um, the reaction's been been ridiculously phenomenal, I'll be honest. I could never have really thought it would be this, this good. It, it's strange, really, because, and I think I've said this to you before, I feel a bit guilty, not just about... Uh, what we're talking about now but also with my business because my business has gone from strength to strength during this pandemic and I feel a bit guilty about that because it's only come about because people aren't able to do their normal things that I'm now getting work and there's loads of people out there that obviously are struggling so the thing with the podcast is I, I feel a bit guilty celebrating the fact that that community has really grown I know I talked about how the listens have dropped, the numbers have dropped, but you know there were there are other ways to measure yeah. your success as a podcaster, and and one of the ways that is the best way is community engagement. And right now we're getting more. We we we've always had an email address, and we've always asked people send us emails. But obviously, people tend to do that more with Twitter and Facebook. It's easier for people to use those platforms, I suppose, than to sit down and, and type out an email and press send, I suppose. And obviously you also get a much quicker response on social media. But with this happening, we've just been getting emails after email after email after email. And it's people who are saying thank you for still going. There are people that are just getting in, joining in with the conversation. So last week's episode, we did, uh, our main content was all about, we, we called it Grounds for Debate. So it actually stemmed from an email that we were sent by a listener who said, thank you very much for doing, keeping going with the podcast. It's really good. Thank you for everything you do. You're doing a really good job. All the nice things that people say and that sometimes you're afraid to tell other people they've been said to you but no shout Steve it Wright from the does. rooftops you're doing a good job exactly it's not done him yes. any harm has it <laughs> uh, <laughs> no that is very true and at the end of this guy's email he said anyway I just thought you know that this might be something you could use for a feature or something going on down the line and he told us his three favorite football grounds that he'd gone to in his I think in his life following the cobblers and also then his three least favourite. And we literally took that and went, right, that's what our episode will be this week, is we will turn around and we will go, right, we'll give each of us, all four, we'll give our three favourite grounds, and we'll obviously discuss them, you know, mostly rip into each other when somebody turns around. Like Danny, I think, said that he, one of his favourite grounds is Swansea City's old stadium, the Vetchfield. Now... The rest of us all went, are you joking? <laughs> it was a hole. Uh, I don't understand. 
what are you doing? But not only did we do that on the pod, but loads of people then got in touch after they'd heard it and went, Tanny, what are you talking about? You don't know anything. Um, so that was really, really good. And we were able to talk about, you know, everything and have a debate afterwards when people have heard it that you know my phone is still pinging from this week's responses um going off so we that that engagement has been fabulous and it has led to giving us content this week um neil found through again through a listener but it was through somebody that had contacted him on on twitter and sent him a tweet there was an article that the bbc sport app ran which is there's a team in uh, the Danish Superliga, which I, I, I couldn't pronounce it properly at the time, so forgive me now, any Danish bacon lovers, but FC Michiland or something like that. They're the leaders of their particular league and, and they think that football's going to start again in the next week or so over there, but without fans behind closed doors. But they've come up with this way of getting the fans involved, which is that they're going to open the main car park and the away car park, set up big screens, so everybody will basically go as if it's a drive-in cinema. And they will be able to watch the football match on these screens, but they'll all be in their cars, like it's the beginning of the Flintstones, or the end of the Flintstones, wherever that drive-in cinema happens. And it just, it sounded brilliant. We were just like, wow, what a crazy idea, but ingenious at the same time. So our episode this week was all about what are the ingenious, wacky ways that we can think of and come up with to allow fans still to watch the football if and when we get back to it and it has to be behind closed doors. So we came up with things like, um, I said, take theatre boxes, make them hover like they're Jetsons cars, place a big giant dome over the top of the stadium and then all the cars can just hover around the stadium still watching. (laughs) It's a ridiculous idea, but that kind of the point, but it's turned into being, it's only been out a day, but we're, we're getting loads of people just saying, this is like one of your best episodes. It's hilarious. It's ridiculous. It's stupid, but it's fun. And it's, it's got people talking. Um, and that's, exactly what we wanted to do we wanted to take even though this episode is you know the elephant is there in the room you know the reason why we're talking about this is because there's no football because of a pandemic but we're looking at it from a funny side and how can we get back to being normal without it being normal what is our new normal yeah sense and that engagement has been fantastic the other way that ridiculously as well the other way that that I can safely say it's a success is that I set up a Patreon for the podcast and I won't lie. This is to cover my costs, you know, because essentially when I'm making that podcast, I can't do any other work. And I set it up not that long ago. It was probably only January, end of Jan. And as with all things, it started off quite slow, got a few people involved and a few people signing up and stuff. In the last, so how long has this pandemic been going on for? Oh, no, Six I've, weeks? I've, I've, roughly? Ten years? Yeah. It's I, been 83 well, that's it. years. <laughs> it feels like it, I know. But in this, like, I don't know, let's say six weeks, we've gone from being, you know, getting 
a small amount of money in that Patreon to every day somebody new signing up to it. And they're not just signing up to it for $2. They're signing up for a minimum of 5 We've got one guy who lives in Australia and he signed up for what is our second highest tier, which is $20 a month. Now, bear in mind that, that there's no difference between these tiers. You don't get anything extra. For It is literally just the case is that, that I wanted to put lots of options. So if people did want to pay stupid money, they could. I don't expect anyone to pay $2, let alone 20 or 50 which is the highest one. But I've had to actually put things in place now to say, right, well, if you do pay more money, then you do get something a little bit more. But it's things like the guy that signed up for $20, I said, I, I basically said to him, look, if you want uh, to listen to it being recorded live, you can. And basically all I'll do is just send the, the Zencaster link to him with some instructions as to how to come in and mute himself so that he can listen to the recording happen. And we've had one person do it so far. Um, but again, it's us trying to give something back because I feel a bit guilty. Why on earth? I'm sure he can afford it, and that's the only reason he's doing it. But I still feel a bit like, why are you giving me $20 for a podcast that's free to listen to where you don't get anything extra than what somebody that pays nothing can get? I don't know. But it's it's that that has really kicked off. This is what I think is great about podcasts is you are building that community. You are building that group and you are offering something of value. And it's great. It's good to give people that option of saying, I appreciate the value that you're giving me for free, especially probably at these, you know, the times we're in at the moment. And you mentioned about uh, the pandemic and how things are different, but it's different for everybody as well. So I think it's all part of that audience journey is something that I'm really sort of keen on and sort of say about, you know, you, with podcasts in particular, you take the audience with you. It's, you, it's not a them and us. It's, 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 you are all, it's everybody's podcast. It's not your podcast. My podcast isn't my podcast. It's, everyone who's involved podcast isn't it yeah it is exactly that and and that's the that's the that's the best thing about it all and you know there are always going to be some that don't like you and there are always going to be some that maybe try to tear you down off that pedestal a little bit you're doing something right if if that if you've got somebody who has decided that they're going to reply every time that you post a link to your podcast episode, they're going to put a reply on Twitter saying, oh, another load of rubbish from these rubbish idiots or whatever it is that they put. <laughs> Hello, Jealousy. <laughs> nice to see you. Um, you know, it doesn't matter what your podcast is about or what you're talking about or why you're doing it. The fact is, is that people will be listening and it might be one person, it might be 20 people, it might be, you know, the the 800 max that listen to us on a week. Um, the thing that I am always saying to, you know, people that I work with or work for, do work for is, or, or other podcasters that turn around and say, wow, you've got how many listeners? I go, well, hang on, how many have you got? And they go, oh, I don't know, 13. And I said, right. Put those 13 people in your living room. That's quite a lot of people, isn't it? 
and they're all sat there listening to you talk. None of them are interrupting you. Nobody is, uh, you know, doing something else like watching the telly. I mean, they might be, but I mean, I don't imagine that you can sit there and listen to a podcast and watch Tiger King at the same time. Um, especially not with the hair that's on show in that show anyway. Uh, <laughs> but they're all going to be intent on listening to you and what you say. They might not agree with everything you say, but they're still listening to you. And if they're all in your room, now you feel scared, don't you? Now you look at that and you go, oh my God, these people are looking at me. There's no way I could fit 800 people in my front room. I wouldn't fit 800 people in my house or in my street, probably. That's ridiculous. So it doesn't matter how many people are listening. They're all engaged. They're all listening to you. And they're all getting something from you as well. And the thing to remember is that you might have started off by going, I'm doing this podcast because I want to and because I enjoy the sound of my own voice. I know that's how I started. Uh, But other people will have become or come to want it and need it actually more than you i know the guys that that i present my podcast with all three of them have said to me thank you for carrying on because actually this is the most enjoyable two hours of my week where we just talk rubbish and nonsense especially this week you know it takes my mind off of what's going on in the outside world and it and it really has given me that 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 boost to my mental health and other things and i agree with that it does exactly the same thing for me and there were times when and there are times every week there were times when i've had to i i've kind of felt like that i've i've had to force myself to to go and record the podcast just not been in the mood and i know it's a it's a golden rule really is to get yourself in the mood and only record when you are up for recording because your listeners will hear that you're not up for it. I think you've done a whole episode about that. Probably, actually, yeah. Thinking about it. But, <laughs> yeah, um, shows that I listen. Um, but, <laughs> but I, you know, I have done that where I've literally sat there and gone like this and I've gone, oh, I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered directly because I don't just present it. I produce it. I edit, I, I do everything. I try. I mean, you've, you've never met them, Charlotte, but you know, Neil and Danny can be quite the troublemakers when they want to be. And uh, sometimes it can be quite difficult to say uh, for me to not get annoyed with them and, and not have to say, will you just stop messing around you two kids and, and, you know, be like that. And and so there were times when I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to record. I can't be bothered with that, with having to play teacher. I can't, I, you know, I've got a five year old daughter. I do that. Don't need to be the grown up anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be the grown up. I want to just have fun, and I don't want to have to. But you know, I, I've not really felt like that at all during this pandemic. I had one. I did have to take one of the shows off um, because of my own mental health i i'd got to my i'd got to a point where i actually just couldn't um face the world but you know the guys did an absolutely brilliant job with it they recorded a fabulous episode and 
<laughs> the, the really funny thing is, is that that episode was we'd made our own iconic Northampton Elevens, and I'd got the wrong end of the stick. <laughs> So I presumed that what we were going to do was, it was off the back of the the football club itself had tweeted out asking people to send them on Twitter, Facebook and wherever, their iconic 11s. So players from their lifetime supporting the team, who are the best players and who would make their, their, their match day team if you could play all of them together. And I thought what we were going to do was the four of us were going to come together on the podcast and create one team of 11 players. And the way we were going to do that was we were all going to come in with our own 11s and then argue for our players' inclusion in the podcast's team. Sounds simple? Well, apparently I didn't get the memo. No, it was just going to be us bringing our own 11s to the fore and then we talk about our 11s and why they were different and, and why we felt other players over other play- others that had been chosen. So the guys went and did their iconic 11s as literally they went, right, who are my favourite 11 players in each one in each position? We had a, a Google spreadsheet there that with each of us having our own column. And when I got round to doing it, two of them had already filled theirs in. And between the two of them, they'd got all the obvious players. So I was like that going, right, well, I need to come up with others to make the argument, you know, so that there was an interesting discussion to have. I wasn't expecting certain players that I picked to obviously make the end result team, but I was just putting names in there to, you know, basically be different and to make sure that there was differences so that that we weren't all the same and it was an interesting thing to listen to. But because I wasn't there to record the podcast, all that happened was the other three went, I don't have a clue what Charles has done. What's going on here? Why has he put him in? Him! I don't believe it! The first time I hear it is obviously when I'm doing the edit the next day and I'm going, I've been hung out to dry. I, I sat, I've been made to look like an idiot. And do, do you know what? I didn't care. It was hilarious and it was brilliant and we put it out. And of course, some of the responses we got from the listeners were just ridiculous and, and brilliant. And, you know, quite rightly, I got called out for some of the selections that I'd made. But... I hadn't made them for the same reasons everybody else had. And it was funny for me to be a part of, to edit it and then listen back as a as a listener. It was hilarious as well. And and there's always that little bit of you that's worried, isn't there? When you when you're listening back to what you've done and you laugh at it, but that's because you're part of it and you think, well, that's my humour but I'm not the people that I'm making the podcast for. Will they find it as funny as I do? There's always that little bit of a worry, but, you know, yeah, about two hours after release, I knew that I had nothing to worry about in that respect. When football comes back and we're all out on a Saturday again, what do you think you will keep or what do you think the lessons that you've learned from lockdown that you'll take with you to to sort of going back to normal as such? Yeah, that that is a good question because I've not really thought about it. But the really big thing that 
I just I can't lose and I can't allow the podcast to lose is is this community spirit that it's that it's garnered because that's why why I do it right you know that that's why you know two years ago when I was in pre-production and and thinking about the concept and what I would do that's what I envisaged that's what I wanted so I can't lose it just because football returns We've always tried to get engagement and and to do it, but we for the for for the first sort of what twelve months at least we had to do the old radio you know magic trick of making up emails and don't pretend that it's never happened. I see your face, um, <laughs> but yeah, we we had to do a lot of that to start off with. And we also had to do had to do a lot of manipulating what people were saying. So even when messages were coming to us on Twitter, on Facebook, we were having to sort of flesh those responses out a bit more to make them sound a bit more like they were actually sent to us for the podcast, as opposed to just replying to something silly we'd said on Twitter. So that side of it, we, we definitely don't want to lose. And we have to make sure, I have to make sure, we we keep up with it and it's made it has made me sort of think well how how was the podcast working beforehand was doing the you know the reviews and the previews was doing that actually what people wanted to hear i mean i i think they do but a lot of the time it's quite it was quite hard especially especially this year, 2020, I mean, because we weren't, what with Danny having a baby, uh, me living 150 miles away, Chessie also living a ridiculous distance, she lives in Somerset, only Neil was was able to actually go to a lot of the games. So we were literally tur- turning up to a recording on a Sunday night. Me having watched the game game's highlights back on the, the subscription video channel that the club have Danny having watched 20, 20 seconds of YouTube highlights and Chessie having just listened to it on the radio and that was it and and we were having to sort of decipher our way through a game that, that only one of us had seen and make it sound like it was worth listening to and it was really hard and I actually think that one of the things that I need to work out is how to make that sound better and whether we maybe acknowledge the fact that only one of us went or that none of us went. If it's an away game, there are plenty of the games when we've not gone. We did get one person. We did a, I, I did a, uh, a, the 2020, it's all cobblers to me, listener survey went out in January. And one of the one of the questions on there that was like an open, you can give any answer, uh, was, you know, what would you do to improve or what can we do to improve it? And one person did come back and say, always have somebody that's been to a game. And if you can't, any of you can't go, have fans that have been to the game on. And I did go, yeah, I, I can completely understand where you're coming from with that because of the way that we're trying to review a game that none of us have seen that yeah won't always work do you think it affects your authority a little bit 
Yeah, a little bit. I, I certainly do. I mean, I try, I play the presenter role. I try to anyway, because that's essential. That, that's what I do. That's my job. Um, so I try not to, I mean, I, I do get my own opinion in there. Of course I do. Um, I wedge it in if I have to. Uh, but I've, I most of the time play, what do you think of that, Danny? What What about you, Neil? Chessie? But know? as a podcast as a whole, do you think it affects, you know, that, you know how, can you be a, a podcast about a, a, a club and not go to, and have a review, have a preview, but not be at the games? Yeah, yeah. I, I I think you can because there are so many other ways that that you can be involved with the game. You know, in the first place, you know, you can listen to it on the BBC or on the subscription I follow thing that the the club have. You can what, you know, you can follow the commentary on on Twitter. So th- there are those things and it but it it's more about for me the thing that I've got to work out is that well how do we actually talk about the game if we're not there. So if I mean it's great if if one of us has been then obviously that person can talk about well I was there I saw it this is what I saw with my own eyes. But let's just say that I don't know there's a a, a sending off a red card a terrible challenge which which could have broken another player's leg. One of us has seen it because they were at the match. One of us has listened to it on the radio, so has got their opinion from the commentator who is there watching the match. Um, a third person has only seen it via Twitter, so therefore has seen written words, which says, I don't know, 68 minutes, red cards, this player after a crunching challenge on this player. And then the fourth person hasn't at all they only know about it from the the match report and what other people have said afterwards. I think there is a way that you can then go and say, well, you know, the the person that's been there can turn around and say, well, this is what happened. And then the person that listened to it on the radio can go, well, Tim Oglethorpe, who is the commentator, described it this way and said this about it. And because Tim, bless him, comes out with some corkers, he, he, he may well have said something that's a little bit, daft sounding which helps make the podcast work um and then the one of us that's only seen it on uh, only saw it on twitter will say oh it well, didn't sound that bad on twitter it just yeah <laughs> just just said it was a red card <laughs> not that bad is it yeah that's it i mean happens all the time red card. But, yeah you know so there are ways that that we need to i need to develop to make sure that we are doing that and not falling into the trap of trying to talk about something that we've not got any i you know any experience of having seen it definitely that that's definitely something that i need to to work on for it but right now luckily i don't have to <laughs> see there are bonuses there are benefits aren't there yeah there are i mean i can't wait for it when we come back that that first podcast recording back after whether it be after the game or whether it's the one just before so we know that there's going to be a game next week uh, I think both of those are going to be just huge for for us doing it and for anybody that listens I would expect especially the first one back after the first game I'd probably expect to see listening figures go through the roof and 
you know, it just to explode everywhere. Hopefully. Um, but we will have to take what we've already, or what we've learned during this crisis and, and take it with us. Otherwise, we're, we're going to risk losing everything, I think. Um, just like in the real world, we can't just go back to normal, go back the way it was. That's not going to happen. So we've got to do the same thing, really, when it comes to the, the pod as well. Do you think you've got new listeners who didn't listen before who then might be... Challenge isn't quite the right word, but be surprised that when you go back to the original format. So they'll obviously listeners now got used to a type of format and it's going to go back to a different format. How do you think you'll you'll cope with that transition, that change? Yeah, I, I know we've got new listeners because there are people that have sent us tweets that say, listen for the first time this week, great podcast, you know, that sort of stuff. I don't know is the answer. I don't think anybody would know, but it's you're right. You know, will we see a drop off of those people, or will we see people reacting by saying, "Oh, I didn't realise this was what I was getting into." <laughs> Having said that, the back catalogue is there. You know, we we've not put it behind a paywall or removed it from the 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 listening podcast apps and we never will i don't think um and i know that there are <laughs> there's there's one person who started listening to us b- about a week or so into the lockdown period um has started really engaging with us on all the platforms he's one of our regular emailers now um he's also just become a patron today as well so i mean he's well on board with it i'm loving it he said that he's actually gone and listened to every single episode from start to finish uh and he finally got up to date yesterday i think now i mean that takes some dedication to go especially to listen to the first one because it's dreadful but um yeah it's Having people, you know, the, the back catalogue is there. I know that there are episodes being listened to, which is which is actually the biggest surprise for me about the whole podcast is because of the fact that it is a, you know, it's a very present podcast. You know, we talk about things that are happening now. If you go back and, and listen, well, I couldn't imagine going back and listening to an episode from, let's say, October because well that game happened in October we're only talking about a first of all a game that has has already been been and happened that we're reviewing but then we're also previewing a game that happened months ago for me I've never expected anybody to go back and listen to previous ones more than say a couple of weeks after we release it because of the fact that there's another game. There's always another game, he says before lockdown. Uh, but you know, it, it's it's that thing of it, it 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 time moves on, and you would expect that to happen for that. But you know, people do go back and they do listen to previous episodes. So 
I, I think that some, I, I think people will expect is the wrong word, but they'll be prepared for it to start talking about the games. And I think, I think that's all really people want. Some of the messages we've had have said, you're doing a fantastic job thinking of things to talk about while there's nothing to talk about. You know, and they they are wanting it football back and, you know, to talk about football just as much as we are. And I think that we will see that the audience will have just grown, touch wood, hopefully. That's what will have happened and it will continue to do so. And I, th- I, th- I think we'll do it. And I think, you know, and football will come back in what guise, how we'll be able to watch it. I, I don't know. There is there is a very big part of me that is actually tempted to, to go and pay the extortionate amount of money to go and get a press pass because then I could go to every single game, not for free because I'd have to pay to get there, but I could just go. I wouldn't need to, you know, book time. Well, I'd still need to have to book time in the misses, but I wouldn't have to go, can I afford the match ticket? Because the ticket would be paid for. Um I've been tempted to do that for when it comes back because it'll be behind closed doors because then I'll be able to go to the game. Thank you very much for, for coming on and talking, Charles. It's been it's been really good. I've really enjoyed it and learned a lot. Where can people find you? So tell, you know, your socials, where can people listen to the podcast, that, that kind of thing. Thank you for having me, first of all. It's been a pleasure. Uh, so for me, you can find me on Twitter at Charles Commons. Uh, you can also find the podcast on Twitter, which is at Cobblers to Me. So basically, if you go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast, oh, like a pro, and oh yes, uh, then you search for either it's all Cobblers to Me or just Cobblers to Me. That's where you can find it. Um, have a listen, subscribe if you want to <laughs> if you're not a fan of Northampton I probably wouldn't but have a listen uh, and uh, yeah our website is cobblers to me.com my website is vibrantsoundmedia.com uh, if you're a fan of Charlotte and she's too busy to do something for you give me a ring why not eh? I hope you enjoyed listening to that and I hope you gained something from it as well I just think it's fascinating the way that they have taken on the challenge of not having um, their content that they normally use but still keeping up that podcast and the importance of a podcast, not only in the routine of their listener, their audience, but also in their routine as well. And I've sort of been banging, banging on about this as well in that actually keeping your podcast going at the moment when things are so uncertain, it kind of gives us that little bit of normality and that little bit of certainty for the future as well. Thank you again for listening. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. As always, you can get in touch. I'm on Facebook, Charlotte Foster Podcasts. I'm on Twitter at CF Podcasts. I am on Instagram, Charlotte Foster Podcasts. And you can find me on LinkedIn as well, where I tell myself I am the LinkedIn, not LinkedIn queen. I am the podcasting queen, a podcast queen on LinkedIn. I will also put Charles's contact details on the uh, show notes as well. I'm not going to give out his phone number. That's a bit weird when I say his contact details. I mean all his socials and and a link to his uh, It's All Cobblers to Me podcast as well. All right, then look after yourselves and I'll be back as usual. Same time, not too distant future. Mm-hmm.